0: Welcome to my Stethoscope Cup of Tea, the podcast, where we talk to different doctors about their field of work, experiences, and the steps they took to get to where they are today. I am Viv. And I am Shanna. And we are your hosts for today's session.
1: Join us as we hear about the journey towards getting that degree straight from an MD and learn how you can follow in their footsteps as a future doctor. This podcast is powered by UP Premed Society Baguio, co-presented by Kiraay PH, the UPLB Society of Premed Students, UP Subol Society Bagyo, UP Namnama Bagyo, UPCAT, UP Biology Society,
0: and brought to you by
1: Simply Hope. Viv, do you know what's the key to a good joke?
2: What? There is. What's an Obigayni joke?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's the, the delivery. delivery. <laughs> Okay, yun na yung uh, uh, first and last uh, Obi, joke. Obi, alam ko, ang alam kong joke is, Obi always delivers.
0: mm Ano? Oh, yeah. She kali intrigued a na joke. Thank she you.
1: She yeah. She did. Thanks, Doc. That's my first and last joke for this podcast. Welcome, listeners, to my <laughs> Stenus Cup of Tea, the podcast. Today's episode might just give you the push towards choosing obstetrics and gynecology.
0: Joining us today is a graduate of Our Lady of Fatima University College of Medicine. She finished her obstetrics and gynecology residency training in Makati Medical Center Department of Obstetrics and Gynecology in 2006 and started in 2006 and finished in 2011. She is currently the Chief of Clinics of Rizal Provincial Hospital, Sustamanics.
1: She's also a businesswoman who owns 10 retail drugstores and a medically-themed restaurant in Antipolo. Let us all welcome Dr. Armela T. De Guzman. Yay! Hello po. Hi! Yay. Good afternoon everybody. afternoon po. Thank you so much for lending us your time. Before we start, we'd like to ask, how are you today?
2: I'm fine. Um, I just got home. I just came from clinic, but uh, I'm, I'm okay. Wow. Busy. Girl busting. Staying, st- <laughs> staying safe. <laughs> Trying to stay safe as much as possible. Yeah. So let's start from
0: the very beginning, one of your story of becoming the doctor that you are today. So let's start with the very, very classic question. I think this is probably very common in medical school interviews or just in, in
2: interviews in general.
0: The question, why did you decide to become a
2: doctor? Why did I? Well, actually, ever since I was young, I, I've always wanted to be a doctor. When I was five, seven, eight, they always asked me, what do you want to be when you grow up? I only just have one answer. I want to be a doctor. If you're going to mm-hmm. ask me why I wanted, I didn't have any role model or anything. It's just that... Ever since I, I, when I see a doctor, I feel like they're so elegant, they're so, um, how do you say, they're so intellectual. So, ever since Mm -hmm. I was a kid, I've always wanted to be a doctor. It never, it never occurred to me to go into another, another field, except, except I did decide to go into architecture also when I was in college, because at the time, Mm I was I love painting. I love painting. I love doing sketches and drawings. So it kinda um how do you say it? Medyo ako kung gusto ko ba or because I was really very good in drawing. But later on, uh, I guess the love for the science really persisted or really overpowered the idea of... Mm -hmm. Because up to now, I still do sketching. So not because I'm a doctor, it didn't stop me to do what I wanted also to do sketches and to do drawings. But I really wanted to be a doctor for one because I always think that it would be the best help that I could share to anybody or to Filipino people or even Mm -hmm. to my family, my friends. So... That's really my main goal. It never changed my my love for the science and my love for helping people never wavered in any other specialty. It's really just it's really just being a doctor.
0: So it was really just an innate thing. Yes, like kahit my temptation na ng ibang field, pero yung puso sa
2: matalaga espesyalista. Wala talaga. Because there was wala even that time um, when I was in. Med school uh, I had to uh, During med school Kasi When you are first year Your subjects Is only 5 subjects Or 8 subjects And when you During your first year You have to pass All that subjects With flying colors. Because if you don't pass it, on your second year, you will just take one subject that you left during your first year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Unfortunately, during my first year in med school, I flunked biochemistry. And when I flunked biochemistry during my second year, the whole year, that was just my only subject, biochemistry. So during my uh, med school exam, board exam, biochemistry was 96 (laughs) <laughs> well, because <flexed. laughs> yes because I flunked it so I guess that's why it, I made good during the board exams but during the time of when I was second year and I was just taking biochemistry um I worked for uh, an events specialist uh, they were doing concerts they were di ba, layo, Uh, We were doing all (laughs) these concerts, bar gigs, and everything. And I was really making money. And at that time also, uh, San Miguel Corporation asked me to to be a marketing marketing director or something like that. Because they were impressed with my work during the concerts. But still, after that year... Uh, when I passed my biochemistry during my third year, which is technically my second year, I, I I dropped everything and I went back to school. So basically, it was just really my priority. Really, was just med school, or my priority was really to be a doctor. Even with all the all the temptations, all the other mm-hmm. extracurricular yeah. activities that I did, I still went back to being a doctor.
0: So, <laughs> so, wala talaga.
2: <laughs> wala talaga. Wala talaga. Okay. Talagang yun, yun yung gusto ko. Because at the time, like I said, I was really making money. Um, basically, mm-hmm. at that time, uh, everybody was telling me, you're making money already, so why don't you just yeah. stop and just continue mm-hmm. this? Because yeah. basically, I graduated from college already, uh, my pre-med. So basically, I'm not really undergrad. Uh, mm-hmm. So... No, but I really wanted to finish my med school and I really want to be a doctor. So,
0: Speaking yeah, of yeah. Uh, biochemistry, <laughs> since uh, I think most of our listeners would be pre-med students um, and we are also taking biochem in uh, <laughs> as, as our major, what would you say about undergraduate biochemistry
2: versus medical school biochemistry? Well, you should memorize the Krebs cycle Oh gosh. <laughs> so, you should memorize I... all those putadas, this, this, this all the drawings, believe me. Yeah. Biochemistry is really hard. It's it's I think it's yeah. the hardest subject during uh first year med school. Biochemistry and um anatomy. Of course, mm-hmm. anatomy anatomy is basically easier because you can, you know, Put your parts, or like technically, when you memorize the origin, insertion of the muscle, and everything, you would, you would try to co- uh, correlate it with yourself or your body. Yeah. But biochemistry, mm-hmm. it's like an abstract to you. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> you don't know exactly what this chemical or what this yeah. all this high words, cytokine, cytophosphate, <laughs> something, something, and all that. But honestly, up to now, now that I'm in doing my 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 work, actually, I still come back. What the hell is biochemistry? I don't think there's any sense of biochemistry in obstetrics and gynecology. <laughs> but <laughs> that's part of it. But it's really it hard. It's it feels it's like, like
0: you have a grudge towards biochemistry. Not really. really. It's, just <laughs> that
2: it's 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 uh, it's like Greek to me, right? You can correlate uh-huh. that to your body. But of course, like they said, uh, there's the enzymes of the stomach and stuff like that, and the uh, mechanism of how the energy comes out in your muscles and everything. But really it's hard. <laughs> so if you mm-hmm. if that's your if that's your uh, what do you call this pre-med. God, I salute you. <laughs> <laughs> truly, truly. Good First luck, part, good you'll... luck. Biochemistry aside school?
0: and um, extracurricular experiences and how your heart is always set on your medical school Akad talaga, what's, what do you think is the most memorable part of medical school?
2: Aside from biochem... <laughs>
0: Aside from Biofem.
2: Um Well, of course, your classmates. Your your classmates or your mm-hmm. matchmates. Basically, they're the people who's with you through yung term, sa hirap at ginawa. The times that you you really um, stay up together, stay late up together. And then, ayan na yung hiraman ng notes. Um, ayan pa yung, I'm sure, may mga, mga how do you, ano bang tawag doon? Uy, meron ako nakitang past exam ng ganitong batch. <laughs> ganon. <laughs> so, mga yeah. hiraman ng ganon. It's it's really basically I I would say I wouldn't be uh, staying in the in the field also or if I don't love it, if I didn't find the the right crowd also or right friends to be with. And of course, the support of your parents. Basically mm-hmm. There are times na parang gusto mo nang bumigay, gusto mo nang uh, sabihin. Ano ba 'to? Ano bang mangyayari lalo na ngayon? During actually I feel I feel good now because before, us doctors are not really being praised. Now because of the pandemic and everything, ang sikat ngayon mga doktor. Uh, but basically before parang iisipin mo, they don't give us credit. So mm-hmm after all the hard work that you've been through like four years of pre-med, four years of med school, then one year of internship, and then other four, another four years for residency training program, basically basically your whole life is you've been studying. It. So yeah. if you really don't love what, what you're gonna do or you really don't love to be a doctor, it would really be a toil for you. Because basically... There are times all your family will be out or having fun or in trips. But you can't go because why well, you have an exam. na pag internship ka duty ka. There are a lot mm-hmm. of sacrifices that you have to endure. And there are a lot of family gatherings that you wouldn't be around. And of course, you yourself, your, your body, you can only work up, I mean, stay up late how, for how long. Ayan nga yung mga nag-iba, nag, kung ano nang ginagawa, just to study and to, alam yun na, may mga mababalitaan kayong nag-ganito si ganito because they wanted to study, di si ganito, ganyan. Basically, most of the vices also you you get it when you're studying or when you're in med school or law. Kasi ayan nga yung just to stay up late, nag-iossi the others naman just to stay up late. They're drinking something else. Ako naging ka-partner ko kasi during that time was coffee. And of mm-hmm. course, um, energy drink, yung Lipovitan. Ngayon kasi sila, what they use last is Cobra daw eh. As, during my time, it's Lipovitan or Red Bull. That's why mataas ang blood sugar ko. <laughs> <laughs> Need a doctor Basically, for that. Yeah, that, those are the things that kept me awake. And during the time, Ang minimum ko ng coffee yata, 15? Oh my goodness. Oh wow. 15. That's why now that I'm uh, a practicing physician, now it's four na lang. And I had a hard time kasi nakyo na ng coffee withdrawal. Oh, caffeine yeah. withdrawal. There... I mean, sorry, caffeine withdrawal.
0: Was there ever a time na sa sobrang daming
2: coffee na iniinom mo hindi na siya tumatalab? Like, yeah, yung pakiramdam na tskali na ako noon. Parang 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 feeling ko nga baka iniisip ng mga tao, "Eh, baka nagdo-drugs 'to." Ah. <laughs> 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 Me had yeah. tremors and because of basically because of all the caffeine and basically also ano yun eh, lahat lahat nando na eh, stress, caffeine, and everything eh, mm-hmm. mahirap talaga. Kaya nga, especially now na mag, now that time practicing, yung sasabihin din minsan sa'yo ng, ng pasyente mo, sige na ho, maawa naman kayo, wala na ho talaga kaming pera, diba? Doktor naman po kayo, uh, sana ho, mapagbigyan yung kami. Yung makikiusap mm-hmm. for your professional fee, minsan sabi ko, oo nga ho, doktor kami, hindi niyo po ba alam yung ginugol naming oras? <laughs> sa pag-aaral, mm-hmm. yung uh, basically money, time, effort, lahat. It's all physical yeah. dra- physically draining. So, sometimes now that I hear also in the, the time of pandemic, you hear the others na, bakit? Bakit binipraise yung mga doktor? e eh, trabaho naman nila yan. At dapat itax talaga sila ng mataas because ang lalakaan, ang tataas nilang sumingin. They didn't know exactly, they don't know that yeah, we do that. But before now before we are like this, we had to dealt with had to deal with so many things also and you know, it was really hindi naman mura at hindi naman libre yung pinagdaanan mm-hmm. din namin, diba? So sometimes mm-hmm. I don't understand that. Na parang inami, inapi mo pa if you if you ask for a professional fee sometimes. Parang it's not easy, but you just have to explain, though. But sometimes, ang hirap, ang hirap talagang ma... How do you say it? Mahirap i ang mga tao. Parang ganun. Pero, you so it's really a hard... A hard... uh, tawa dito? A hard profession. Uh, so, it's basically, dapat talaga you're, you have uh, the patients and also the heart to understand everything and also to continue what you're doing. Andal-dal ko, no? <laughs> <I>
1: think, <clears throat> parang ini-imagine ko pa yung sleepless nights at yung 15 cups of coffee.
0: <laughs> True.
1: Yes. Has it been uh, like yeah. that for <laughs> you know, the rest
2: of the students from Makati? Pero hindi naman 15. Baka naman ikaw 8 lang, 10. Depende. <laughs> Depende naman. Depende halfway, naman sa halfway there. Getting there. Road to 15. <laughs> Kasi feeling ko, no? Pag hindi ako nakapag-coffee, talaga, there's something missing in my day or there's something missing in my life, oh, actually. Yeah, yeah. Parang
0: ganun.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Since it's been that intense, uh, the med school experience for you, is there... What specifically sa iyong pong buong med school experience ang nagpush push to that, to ob ni, To being an OB-GYN?
2: Actually, yeah, okay. Actually, when I was in med school, I really didn't even know exactly what specialty would I go into. But, mm-hmm. I had an experience that um, one of our bahay. In, in my house, I used to live in Paranaque with my parents. Gave birth, she gave birth in the house. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, we didn't know. Uh, actually, the baby was preterm. We didn't know she was pregnant. She came. She she was working with us already for two months or three months. Although we noticed that she was fat, but we didn't know she was pregnant. <laughs> so, <laughs> God, that's the time. That's the time that naman ko hindi naman no. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. when she was in the house, she had a preterm labor and she delivered. It was mga 32 weeks yata in bata, 34 weeks. Ganun, parang ganon. And unfortunately, everybody was panicking during the time when when she delivered. And ako yung medyo, I was, you know, in my, uh, uh how do you say it? Ako lang yung confident enough at the same time in the very, very, very uh, state of mind, yung hindi nagpa-panic na I had to tell them what to do or you get this. Siguro parang doon ko nakita na ang sarap nung pakiramdam when I was the one who gave, who brought the baby out. Tapos parang iniisip ko, wow, there's another child that was born. Parang ganoon. Parang it felt good at that moment. So I was thinking, ay, ito gusto ko. Kasi feeling ko, uh, I'm bringing a life out of this world parang parang it's yeah. a blessing for me so doon ko mm-hmm. na isipa na mag-ooby ako kaya lang, i forgot when i was in when i was stay in my residency already may gyne part pala <laughs> ano yung gyne part ano <laughs> ayun uh, nga yung may mga bukol sa ovaries or sa uterus na isip ko ayan pala noon <laughs> akala ko ano lang ooby part lang yung, yung mga ooby anak- lang <laughs> So, it was actually during my medical exam, uh, my board exam, uh, OB was my lowest. (laughs) My my grade in OB was 76, I think. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, it's ironic. I wanted to be an obstetrician and gynecologist, but my lowest grade was OB. But I really wanted Biochem! I don't ah, Oh nga. My my highest was biochem. I was 92. Wow. Bowing-bowing yung ano, bagsak ng ano-oon. Yes. yes. Sabi ko nga na matutuwa yung professor ko kasi naka-92 ako. But actually, it, it made way. Ah. kasi I had lower grades eh. Yung yun yung naka mm-hmm. naka na pull up with my grades. Because of biochem, biochem and legal med, legal medicine, and parasitology. Yun yung yung matatag sang biochem, parasitology, and legal medicine. Don't ask the other grades. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: it's a good thing though that you, know, you didn't take uh, these grades as a sign. <laughs> you still push yeah, through.
2: Yeah. Actually. Ashley, you, you got the, the right thought. I was thinking, when I got my results, oh my God, Ubi ba talaga ako? <laughs> 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 Parang, bakit ganito? But, but, well, luckily naman, uh, I'm still here. <laughs> I'm still here.
1: Push through paral It's something, that birth po siguro, nung sa, na experience nyo mismo, na kayo nag-deliver, that was it? Your deciding moment?
2: Yeah, I think so. I think so. That, that's basically, um, kasi I'm very, ano eh? how do you say it? I'm one-track mind. It's basically parang, pag yun na yung ko, yun na yun.
1: So, let's proceed sa next question about it. What makes, um, being an obstetrician, a gynecologist, different from, different or unique from the other specialties you've,
2: tried in your house. Well, basically, uh, basically, all the specialty, you're thinking you're saving life. Uh, When you're a surgeon, like, surgeon usually is mga stab wound, yung mga appendectomy. Ang feeling ko lang kasi, in obstetrics and gynecology, well, in obstetrics rather, not in gynecology, it's basically, there's the miracle of life miracle of life both for the mother and the baby that the baby that was born for that day or for that moment yung iba kasi basically it's more of the cure of the whole body lang eh. wala namang uh-huh. ibang field na nagbibigay ng miracle of life kundi yung miracle uh-huh. of the patient's life uh-huh. so basically yeah. for me that's that's the most unique uh part of being an obstetrician. So, that's why I love my job. Like, even if they say na sa ng population ng Pilipinas, uh, ang feeling ko nakakatulong ako sa pagdagdag ng population. <laughs> <laughs> Contributory. <laughs> Contributory ako. But, of course, kasi as an obstetrician ka ni Nicole, just your advice naman talaga family planning. Uh-huh. Kaya lang kasi minsan ng hirap because lalo na sa uh, estado natin sa Pilipinas na iba yung kultura, lalo na yung mga masa and yung mga alam alam natin, mga CD crowd, they really believe in yung humayo ka at magpakarami. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we always advise na hindi dapat. But, yon, Even if, kahit misang galit na galit ako, I had a patient um, just recently, because like I said, I work in a government hospital. She was 14 years old when she had her first baby and oh she had her menarche at 12 years old. The 12 years old yung kanyang first time to have uh, menstruation. We call it menarche. And nagbuntis na siya ng 14. Ang nakakatawa, she was pregnant again at the age of 17. Well, Ang, go for naman. the
0: multiply.
2: Sya- <laughs> oh, pan- <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is the sad part, ah. 16 years old she had she had uh an uh, a miscarriage nabuntis din siya na 16 years old she had a miscarriage but it didn't stop her because she got pregnant again at 17 sabi ko nga babae ka kailan mm-hmm. ba gusto mo sa 18 years old anim na anak mo <laughs> <laughs> diba, na, I, I mean ang iniisip ko 14 years old it's basically Baka nagkamali lang. Sige, tanggapin na natin. Pero magbuntis ka pa ng 16 and 17 na eh, hindi na pagkakamali yan. Parang nananadya na. <laughs> she said it's the same guy or it's the same boyfriend. But I feel sad. I feel sadden. Kasi parang I, you, you are all girls. I also have a daughter. So parang feeling ko kasi at that age, I was still playing. I was really having fun. But, siya parang yeah. at age of 14 and 17 she has a kid already to take care of although uh-huh. sila naman hindi naman tagad na inalagaan pinababayaan nila dyan kung saan-saan pero diba parang alam mo ang lagi ko sinasabing alam mo na nga mahirap ang buhay mo magdadala ka pa ulit ng isa pang taong maghihirap ulit ang buhay ang hirap ang hirap minsan that's also the sad part of my profession na parang as much as you want to let them inculcate in their minds na hindi dapat ganon, dapat ganito, tuturuan mo. Minsan nakakapagod kasi yun nga, hindi naman sila natututo. <laughs> Minsan makikita yeah. mo siya ngayon sa sabi mo, wag ka magbunda, mo magbuntis ha, ganyan ganyan. Next year makikita mo siya ulit.
1: Is that, is yeah. that what it means to be to be an obigani aside from um consti- continuously seeing the miracle of life performed every day you have to concern yourself with with family planning for your patients with sex education yes
2: yes responsibility uh, family planning it's also the also the, the p- responsibility of the doctor to let them understand or to help them understand the the different parts of or the how do you say it Yung... Um, time frame of when to get pregnant or the safe the safety of uh of the uses of all the other family plannings kasi nga, uh we're not really inculcate we're not really telling them not to sorry to say not to have sex or make love but let's all be responsible because alam naman natin may tukso pero hindi ka na nga namin binabawalan sa tuksong yon. let's all be responsible because we all know that if you do something like that, there's always a 50% or 80% chance, there's a chance that it can get pregnant. And if you're mm-hmm. not ready, let, let's not, you know, let's, let's not, not go take the bed. risk. Yeah. Parang yun lang yun mm-hmm. Because uh, right now, like recently, we had a, uh, a lecture for teenage mothers and I was the one mm-hmm. who talked during that time. I was pleading already. <laughs> the term was pleading. I was pleading already that uh, as much as possible, uh, hindi kasi nga sila din nababantayan ng parents because Uh-oh. the parents are working or if ever naman the parents are also busy doing other things with their husbands or nandun sa kapitbahay, nakikipagkwentuhan or whatsoever. Ako na yung nagpi- plead sa kanila na uh, since they're mothers of their own at a young age, let's all be responsible. Eh, hindi yung, uh, porket nanay ka na, hindi nang nakita mo sa nanay mo, gagayahin mo. Parang, ang hirap. Kasi, yun nga eh, parang, kami na yung nakikiusap talaga na, parang, please lang, huwag na. At saka sana, huwag ka na ulit muna magbuntis. Parang, eh, mm-hmm. and lalo na ngayon, we, there are a lot of free family planning in the, in most hospitals, in most government hospitals, there, there's the pills, there's the IUD, there's already an yeah. implant. Uh, there's so many ways of not of how to prevent for you to get pregnant or to be pregnant again. But unfortunately, the others they don't believe. The others they say na kasawa. Now we always also mm-hmm. say na your husband is your husband, but basically the the decision is still with you because it's your body. Mm-hmm. It's your body, it's your decision. Hindi naman sila ang magbubuntis. Tama. <laughs> although, the, although the others, kasi also they use that to keep their husbands. May mga maririnig kang ganun eh. Yeah. Yung, um, kasi may, may ko yung husband. And also, one thing about in our profession, you'll be hearing a lot of stories from your patients. They will confide into you, they, they will confide to you also their problems or wha- how wha- how the pregnancy happened, was it wanted or unwanted? Mm-hmm. I had one patient na uh, honestly I, I, I was bad because the girl was 13 years old. I was scolding mm-hmm. the mom and I was scolding the, the, the girl or the mother. Thirteen-year-old mother, and to my surprise, the patient was raped. Uh, so, no ah, uh, that so of course, eh, sorry, parang <laughs> bigla kung I was taken aback. But yun mm-hmm. nga, um uh, There are a lot of stories uh, in 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 our profession also. Mas store story family stories than most than most. Uh, other professions or most other fields because they don't have stories like that <laughs> basically yeah. in surgery the stories that you will hear is she got stabbed because may nag away or that mm-hmm. it's really family oriented you, you will it's see, really like,
0: really sensitive
2: yeah it's really sensitive it's really kaya minsan by the time na, yun nga, sa government hospital, by the time na umuwi ako sa government, pag uwi ko sa bahay, parang I'm so exhausted. Uh, exhausted in mm-hmm. such a way, exhausted uh, physically, emotionally, minsan, spiritually, kasi minsan may isip mo, ang dami mong malalaman nga ng story na mapapaisip ka Lord, But not naman ganun, ba? Or minsan, financially, exhausting, dahi kasi minsan, hihinga ka pa ng pera. <laughs> so, but, but basically, I get by and come to think of it with everything that's happening. If you would still ask me if I would go through over again, all these things over again, I would say yes with with this, with a heartbeat. Uh, I love what I'm doing. It may be mm-hmm. uh, exhausting. <laughs> I feel that uh, I'm doing a lot i'm doing i'm i'm contributing to a lot of families to a lot of people yeah and it feels good basically
0: then because you know as you said it's really tiring no mentally emotionally financially you know um physically how do you make sure na you're, you you get to take care of yourself but na my oras ka pa rin to wind down and not stress out so much about your work Because champare
2: araw-araw mo may encounter, you are bound to get burnt out
0: eventually no
2: ah uh, i have one flaw my uh my mm-hmm. flaw is with everything that's happening if i'm stressed with work i'm stressed with family i'm stressed with my business I go shopping <laughs> <laughs> see. that's my flaw that's, that's how I that's how I release my tension that's how I not, not necessarily naman na ano, uh, splurge but you know I
0: yeah. go to the
2: mall really I go to the mall um, I go around Hindi naman shopping I have to buy. Kahit window shopping.
0: Window shopping, basta lang, yeah.
2: Uh, basta lang something to... kasi.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, something to, ano, or minsan, I'll go to a coffee shop, sit down on my own, and just, you know, reflect, or mm-hmm. have a sip of coffee and think about things. Then, uuwi na ako. Mm-hmm. Or, one thing na I miss doing, I go to um Adoration Chapel. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where basically, if there's one church, when I was in Paranaque area, if there's one church who can talk all my stories, siguro yung mm-hmm. church sa may greenbelt. Yung open church, I don't know. Panong, yung nasa gitna, yung greenbelt chapel sa Makati. Unaware. Oh, that's... <laughs> yun yung pinaka importante yun yung pinaka favorite kong uh, church nun it's the church in the middle of Gloriet ah uh, in the middle of Greenbelt yung open hindi ko rin kung St. Angus or something basta yung isa lang yung chapel na yun eh yung chapel dun sa Greenbelt mm-hmm. sa gitna with all the busy busy shops and everything meron chapel dun sa gitna when we were in Assumption mm-hmm. kami nila OLA Ola, yun yung chapel na pinupunta pinup- yung walking f- distance sa Assumption San Lorenzo so ever since na nandun ako in high school hanggang college hanggang med school pero med school medyo na ako kasi anlayo nga ng med school ko na ako pumupunta mm-hmm. nakikipag-usap I always talk to the parish priest there or if not I talk to Jesus or to the crucifix. I just say out loud what I want to say. Mm-hmm. And then after saying all those things, I just stay there silent and then, okay, I'm okay, I'll go home. So,
0: um, as we know po, ang daming changes and, uh, you know, changes with the flow of pretty much everything that has a pandemic, no? So, what could yes. you tell us about the differences between Your pre-pandemic and post-pandemic day-to-day activities, and between the two, or your experiences pre-pandemic and post-pandemic, what is your most unforgettable case in your career?
2: Well, pre-pandemic, I I can go to the mall anytime. (laughs) (laughs) Post-pandemic, so hard, so all the shops are closed. Actually, there was a time during the ECQ during the peak last year. Actually, I was telling mm-hmm. my husband, my God, hindi ko pala walang mall. Because <laughs> we're, well, eh, we're allowed to go out even if there was the pandemic, right? So we oh, have the luxury yeah. to still go out. But the problem is there's not, there's nowhere to go. <laughs> <Girl laughs> They're <toast. laughs> I, I really felt bad at that time. Sabi ko, oh my god, to kung pala nakita, hindi ko kaya nang hindi umaalis or walang mapuntahan mm-hmm. na mall mm-hmm. and also the parlor. Oh, You're <laughs> seeing how vain I am. <laughs> it's more of It's more of... Yun yung mga ano ko, 'yun 'yung mga stress stress ano no, stress reliever. I go to the parlor, papapa foot spa and everything. So during the pandemic, I really had a hard time uh, because, ang feeling ko nga, yung stress reliever ko nawala. Uh, yeah. So and then post pandemic and also of course, ang nangyari is I had the, uh, I had two cases of patients na close to my family. I my husband had a COVID. During September of 2020 and had a repeat episode this April 2021. So Mm -hmm. it was really hard for me because I was thinking, as a frontliner, I was very careful. I was really very careful of before I go home or when I go to work. And unfortunately, during both times, nahawa yung husband ko, not because my husband doesn't go to work anymore. Basically, he stays in the house. He's, he does teleconsult. And basically, as a government official, they do Zoom meetings. So he just stays mm-hmm. here. So it's basically me who is exposed because I'm the one going out. I, I thought I wouldn't be... I, nobody will have COVID in our, uh, in our family or no one will be uh, suffering from that vi- virus or illness. And to my surprise yun nga nahawa my husband not from me but from a relative because we had a party and those mm. actually that's something that I was telling if you put your guard down that's the time you will you'll have a problem which is that's why most of the time we encourage now don't put your guard down even if you're home even if ah it's just that it's, it's my mom it's my dad walang sakit yan magkasama kami now, even at home, and if there are symptoms, I encourage everybody to wear face masks. As much as possible, we still encourage na let's all be safe, let's all be uh, protective, be protective in such a way na, as much as possible, even if you miss your your parents or even if you miss your friends or your sisters. And you know, hindi namasiyadong pwede yung cozy cozy, because you'll never know who's affected. Mm-hmm. or who's infected. Even if, you know, wala symptoms, okay siya You'll never know. So, as much as possible, it's better to be safe than sorry.
1: Even with your patients, did you have to adjust a lot?
2: Yeah, I had, well, I didn't have clinic for two, for one month. And mm-hmm. then, um regarding yung businesses ko, it was, it was really very hard because I'm very, a eh, hands on. Uh, so mm-hmm. there were a lot of things medyo pumalpak. Kasi, hindi sila makapunta sila dito. It's all Zoom. and eh, honestly, ang hirap to explain. Then, eh. there are some things that you can't explain. I mean, uh, Zoom or or through cell phone. It's better to explain, pa rin when you're together. Or oh, eto face yan, eto yan face-to-face. So, this virus really is very hard. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of people really got affected. Basically, hindi siya simpleng sakit lang, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. A lot of people suffered from it. A lot of people died from it. So, as much as possible, there are a lot of people scared pa Na not to have the vaccine, but we always say it's better to be vaccinated than not. <laughs> Pero, hindi
1: Curious though, have there been um deliveries na may case na positive
2: yung mom? Yes, a lot. Oh, wow. uh, a lot. Because they don't know also that they were positive, because there were no symptoms. But the others. Uh, ako na ako namatay na patient uh nanganak na may COVID. Eh, the problem is she had asthma. So basically, she died because she had an status asthmaticus or a severe asthma attack which unfortunately, hindi agapan. So, she died. Uh, uh, unfortunately, we had to do a cesarean section that the mother is dead already. Oh my just to, we just had to deliver the baby because the baby's still alive. But the mother mm-hmm. was really, uh, parang, ano na siya palpatory na siya nun eh, and everything, but there was a heartbeat. So we had to do, uh, hindi ko masabing post-mortem sa science section because may pulse pa rin naman ang mommy, but we had a hard time kasi nagmamadali na kami. Because yun nga, the mother's, da- the mother's dying. Mm-hmm. So, baka later on, the baby will die also. So, it must be frustrating through. po, no? Yes, it was very frustrating. And unfortunately pa kasi, in our government hospital that we have right now, it's a primary hospital. It's not a tertiary hospital. So, most doctors are not around. What do I say? How do I say doctors are not? Basically, most of the specialty, yung mga internal medicine yung gento yung wala kaming ICU mga ganun so pagpupunta yung mga cases talaga na, na pang tertiary hospital hindi mo naman pwedeng ilipat ka agad because you still have to stabilize the patient and unfortunately also pag nag-transfer ka naman not all hospitals also accept because they themselves are they themselves have their own patients and at the same time they always say there's no occupancy so, it's really frustrating as the physician of a patient who will go to you na alam mong pang tertiary hospital pero wala ka naman magawa tapos the patient will just die on you. It, it's it's very hard for the physician as well. It, even if parang feeling nila, hindi, sanay naman kayo or hindi ganun kasi kadali na mamatayan pa rin ng pasyente. Pero, yun nga, unfortunately nga din kasi uh, we don't have a, a tertiary hospital. So basically ang pupunta sa lagi is mga pang tertiary cases but you can't transfer anymore.
1: Despite please, I mean the emotional fat, fatigue and yung lack of resources. Means and what what reaffirms in you that this is the right choice that being an obstetrician, a gynecologist it's the right choice.
2: Well, I always say for, for for me, I always say I did my part. I did the best that I can do, and uh, there are some things that you can't, you don't have any control of. Uh, mm-hmm. You're not God, unfortunately. Also, I always say, uh, basically, when we receive patients like that. Uh, we always inform them before we accept the patient that this is what the only thing that we can do this is the uh, the limitations of the hospital unfortunately and so it's basically you just have to explain thoroughly and really let them understand that there's nothing you can do Anjani eh. unless kung gusto, kung gusto pa rin ilipat may chance pa rin naman pwedeng nilang ilipat kaya lang yung possibility na mas mahihirapan at mas makaka-problem they know also so ako I, can, I always say as long as i know i did the best that i can do and i know i did uh my job i'm uh, my conscience is clear there's god is my witness bahala na
1: <laughs> you did your part instrument hands of god kumbaga there's a question we have for you for our um, listeners who are also aspiring to be obigainis. Is there um, any personality that should be that they should have to be an obigaini?
2: There's no criteria. Well, there's no magic abilities or no mm-hmm. uh, no. Ano naman, No special special skills or special um, uh, trait that you need to... Basically, in being a physician or a doctor in whatever field, what you need is basically you just have to have a heart, Mm -hmm. uh, patience, and also dedication uh, in everything that you do or in whatever field that you want to go into. Um, I don't say... Coming doctors are better of the profession than any other profession. I always say, everybody, lahat ng profession, has a contributing role to a better community. Because everybody has a role, everybody has a uh, contribution in making this place a better place. So, wala namang special skills that you need to. It's just that um, special skills that I'm saying lang siguro, is if you really love what you want to do or what you're supposed to get into, everything will be a piece of cake eh? It's kahit gano'ng kahirap ang isang bagay at gano'ng ka, kahirap siyang uh, yung gagawin mo. Basta gusto mo talagang willing kang ah, nandun yung puso mo, nandun ang utak mo, mag- magagawang special skills Because like I said, ako, I, I flunked. Uh, I had other things that I, that I can do. Pero gusto ko talaga. So that's why I'm here.
0: I think like a really good reminder. Then for our aspiring, you know, future medical students na you, you need to... You need to push yourself then talaga. You need to understand that it's not always going to be a straight road there. Do you have any advice or anything you would want to say for any aspiring OBGYNs? Ah,
2: uh, as advice ko ang advice ko is kailangan, yun nga. Kailangan medyo malaking pasensya mo dahil maraming mga pasyente na magugulo. <laughs> At maraming pasyente na, na they would insist on what they want. But, uh, of course, you still have to make sure that ikaw din yung mananalo. Lalo na kasi when it comes to yung nga, family planning, when it comes to regarding also yung having a baby. So, uh, just always listen also to your patient. It basically, it's an understanding between the patient and the doctor or the physician or the attending physician. You, have, you just have to have a bond. Kasi minsan may mga ibang doctors kasi na ano eh. You're very mechanical already and very, how do you say it? yung parang robot na sila na, okay, ito lang yung ko, ganyan. Uh-oh. Ang OB kasi, it's, it can't be like that. Because like I said, it's yeah. more of family oriented. So, you have to have the heart and also you have to learn how to listen and also put, nga, put your heart into your work. Hindi pwedeng, wala lang, okay lang, parang Kasi iba siya. Iba, iba siya with the other field. Yun lang yung sasabihin ko. Kasi nga, doon mo maririnig yung stories ng family nila, how it came to be, what happened, uh, and also, you should, yun, you should be sensitive. There's some patients kasi, na they wouldn't tell you the story, but you will be, when you're sensitive, you will know from their gestures, from their the way they talk or the conversation na uh, magyayari sa inyo, if you're sensitive enough you will understand the condition of the patient and the condition of the the pregnancy and basically what we all the main objective of being an obstetrician uh, is for the welfare of the mother and of course and of the mm-hmm. child so yun yung main goal mo so hindi pwedeng Ah, uh, hindi. So yun lang yon. So yun yun na advice. We just have to be sensitive.
1: Wow. Sadly, that's thank you, Doc. But sadly, that's all the time we have for today. So dami naming na pick up from that. Personally, favorite note really? kana yung what the hell is biochemistry? <laughs> yes. Yes. My favorite part is um how you said that um being an uh and it's it's having to care for the welfare of both the mother and the child it's a blessing you see a miracle for two people while you're doing your job what about you viv what's your favorite pick up from today
0: it's it's how to be an, to be an obgyn you need to learn how to be sensitive talaga. Mm-hmm. I, I i feel like you know with the stories kind of doc today the cases that na expect talaga na darating sa you need to learn yes. how to approach that, how to how to get them to open up, how, how to get them to trust you. And I think, oh, oh, nga, I just realized that then, uh, you can't be an OBGYN gyn if, if you're so cold towards your your, your patients. Yeah, yep. my favorite.
1: So be sensitive, listeners. And so I hope you guys enjoyed the chat for today from Dr. Armella Tite Guzman. This has been
0: Chena. And this has been Viv for today's episode of My Stethoscope of Tea the Podcast.
1: My Stethoscope of the Podcast is powered by
0: UP Premed Society Baguio. Co-presented by Hiraya PH.
1: The UPLB Society of Premed Students. UP Subol Society
0: Baguio.
1: UP Namnama Baguio. UP Sikat. UP Biology Society.
0: And brought to you by Simply Hope.